Getting ready for first pitch between the Potosi Trojans and the Bismarck Indians in the MAAA Conference Tournament opening round as the 7-seed Potosi hosting the 10-seed Bismarck. First pitch, it's brought to you by Boyd and Associates. Turning complicated matters into simple concepts, John Boyd has been bringing accounting integrity, character, client focus, and dedication to our local community for 20 years. He brings you the first pitch of today's contest. Delivering that first pitch will be Malachi Sansacroft. The senior starter for the Potosi Trojans, a righty, a tall one at that as well. Throws a fastball, a curveball, and a slider. That's what he's got in his back pocket and will be delivering today to the Bismarck Indians. White uniforms for Potosi today, that modern Potosi number and letter font written in purple letters with a gold trim on the front and back of the uniform in purple. Matching the purple stripe from the shoulders down to encompass the sleeves of the uniform as well. And white pants for Potosi with the purple caps and the block letter P on the cap for the Potosi Trojans. Bismarck digs in. And leading things off will be their now catcher in Butry. And he sees a first pitch slider break across the zone for a called strike one. First pitch comes at 4.32. Second one, that misses for a ball. Count is one ball, one strike. That one dropped in for a strike. And the count hits a ball and two strikes. The one-two pitch. Low outside corner, too low, it's taken for a ball. Two balls, two strikes, your count. Low and away, misses for ball three. Three and two, your count. Cameron Reese awaiting his turn on deck. Here's the payoff pitch. Low and inside, it misses for a ball. And we're going to lead off walk is Butry. Nice job battling back, staying patient at the plate, even after falling behind 3-2. And the wind picking up quite a bit here, blowing around some dust here. At the Potosi Sports Complex, as Reese digs in. Nice lead for Butry over at first. We'll see if he takes off. Malachi Sansegra wants to see as well. He throws over to first base. Diving back in plenty of time is Butry. And that brings Cameron Reese to the plate. Straight up stance for him. Shows bunt and pops one up. No one can get to it until after a hop. The throw to first from the catcher, Macklin Davis, who played it, is in time. And there's one out as the sacrifice bunt moves Butry over to second base. That was almost a double play, though. That was popped up. And maybe one stride shy of it was Macklin Davis, the catcher. And if he gets that in time, I think Butry is far enough off the plate where he could have easily gotten Butry before he could have scampered back. He now stands at second, no score, one away, and a first pitch strike low in the zone to Mork. He's behind in the count, 0-1. The pitch fought foul off of Morgan into play so it remains a foul ball and the count is quickly 0-2 to the shortstop for the Bismarck Indians 
Mork, along with the rest of Bismarck, sporting the maroon uniforms today. Black letters and numbers with Bismarck written across the front in cursive font, underlined after it swoops from the S back across underneath. White trim in it as well, matching the stripes on the ends of the sleeve of the uniform and the collar as well. And back into second base, almost picked off as Butry. That was a close one. Malachi Sanskar almost caught him leaning. Sanskar nods. Sets belly high. And the pitch. There's a slider. Late swing, and it's chopped to the shortstop, Ravel. He's got it, and he's got Butry in a rundown. A throw to the second baseman, Polite. Polite to third. The tag applied out. Trying to get to third is Butry. And safe at first base in the fielder's choice is Garrett Mork. Score it 6-4-5. That was a hard chopper. Hit right at Butry, and he kind of got frozen up by it and was waiting the ball to make his way to him so he could just avoid it. He wound up getting out anyway via the fielder's choice and there's two down in the inning brings Carter Hedrick to the plate Mork stands at first smoked right hand side past the reach of Colton Polite at second base and into right field for a base hit it's a single and Mork stands at second. He doesn't push for third. Two on, two out. Top of the first inning for Jesse Mack, who can help his own cause as the starter for Bismarck today. Right, you can give himself a lead with one good swing before he even takes the mound himself. A line drive single for Hedrick. Puts two on, nobody out, or two outs rather, in the top of the first. No score. Mack digs into the right-handed batter's box. Waiting the pitch from Sansagra. Low in the zone, missing for a ball with the fastball. Want to know your count. Isaiah Faulkner awaiting his turn on deck. Mack digs back in. Sansagra leans forward and looks to first. Draws set and looks to second as he does so. Another look to second base and the pitch. There's that sweeping slider. Can't find the zone this time. 2-0. Science cross set. Looking for a strike with the 2-0 pitch. Here it comes. There's one. Popped up foul territory and out of play. Let me count. It's two balls and a strike. We're in the top half of inning number one. And Bismarck already working the pitch count of Malachi Soundscraw a little bit. He's about to throw his 15th pitch. Not a terrible number. And at this point, he just wants to get out of the inning unscathed. Second different runner in scoring position is diving into second base is Garrett Mork to avoid being picked off. No one's made it further than that, however. Counts its two balls and a strike to Jesse Mack, five hitter for the Bismarck Indians. Watches a fastball miss on the inside for a ball. Three balls, one strike. Here's the 3-1. Pulled foul. All right at the head coach of the Bismarck Indians, Chris Hayes, who tries to barehand it, but he goes off his fingertips. Someone's out there for Potosi to back him up and get the ball back into him. Count now three and two. 
And with two outs, that will unleash the runners. Mork at second, Hedrick at first. They're going to get a head start here. Sansgra sets, looks to second. 3-2. Look out, that almost got Jesse Mackey. Turns out of the way of it and takes it on the inside for ball four, and the bases are loaded in the top of the first inning. Looks like a breaking ball that just didn't have much break to it for Malachi Sansgra. And here comes Isaiah Faulkner to the plate with a big opportunity for Bismarck. He's got the bases loaded, but there are two outs. First pitch, upstairs, ball one. Counts it's 1-0 to Faulkner. Santagra sets, looks to third. The 1-0. Breaking ball, missing inside again, 2-0. You wonder, is Faulkner just going to kind of rest the bat on the shoulder here and see if Sansegraw can throw him a strike before he offers it anything? Here comes pitch number 20 in the, in, in the inning for Sansegraw. It's a big swing and a miss. Faulkner waves past that one, and the count goes 2-1. and one. Even if he'd laid off of that one, it looked like it was going to be a strike nonetheless. Sanskar's got the bases loaded. Mork at third, Hedrick at second, Mack at first. He delivers the pitch. Missing on the inside for a ball. Three and one goes the count for Isaiah Faulkner. Throw to first. Oh, almost picked off at first base was Jesse Mack. Blake Coleman wasn't exactly covering when the throw came, but he scampered back in time. And I'll tell you what, I think he might have had Jesse Mack there at first base. Some Potosi fans behind us sporting the purple and gold today. Certainly did. It remains the same situation. Three and one with two outs. Nowhere to put Faulkner. There's a big strike delivered on a slider. Much like the first pitch of this inning. Breaks through the zone for Malachi Sansegra. And the count runs full of three and two with two outs. Bases loaded. No score. Top of the first inning. Sansegra sets. And the three-two. Fouled off, we'll do it again. Well, you're only going to get one of two results out of this. You're going to get a run home, or we're going to head to the bottom of the first inning with no score. We'll see if Sansegra can escape imminent danger. Mork at third, Hedrick at second, Mack at first, no score, two away. The 3-2. In the dirt for ball four. Faulkner works a walk, and that will bring home Garrett Morkin. It's 1-0 Bismarck Indians. Here comes Joey Randazzo to the plate. Bismarck looking to add more than just one. Number 17, Joey Randazzo. Randazzo, the seven-hitter for the Bismarck Indians, digs into the right-handed batter's box and takes one on the outside for a ball, 1-0. Sanskras sets. Bases remain loaded with that walk and the pitch. This is for a ball. Sanskras set and the pitch. Fouled back. Count now two balls and a strike.
Now you've got Hedrick at third, Mack at second with Faulkner at first. Two down in a one nothing ball game. Bismarck's already gotten one home via a walk, and they got a chance for another here as that one's in the dirt from Santa Claus. 28 pitches already from Malachi Sansegra. He's a senior, so he's allowed up to 105, but if this location like this continues, the limit may not matter. There's ball four. Malachi Sansegra visibly frustrated with himself. Walks home another run. It's now 2 nothing in favor of Bismarck. The outs that Malachi Sansegra has gotten so far in this inning have been just a sacrifice bunt and that fielder's choice that, honestly, if the leadoff hitter in this game, Gavin Butry, goes back to second, there's only one out. Some of it's been poor luck. There was a well-struck ball that was just past the reach of Colton Polite at second. Still, the baseball game giveth, it taketh away. And right now we're sitting with two outs and an 0-1 count to Ian Bone. Freshman eight hitter for the Bismarck Indians, and he's behind in the count 0-2. Center fielder for Bismarck. Sanskral working quickly. Here's the 0-2. Foul tipped. Just getting a piece of it to stay alive as Ian Bone. If I'm Sanskral, I just get set right away. Now time is going to be called, so we won't be able to. It's Faulkner at second base is going to retie his cleats. Jesse Mack at third with Randazzo at first. Theo two. Right back up the middle through into center field for a base hit. That's going to score at least one as Mack comes home. Stumbling around third and then being held there is Faulkner. I think he got a late stop sign from his head coach. Faulkner, based on his reaction, they're having a laugh with each other right now. He and his head coach, Chris Hayes, I think he thought he could have gone home, but it's an RBI single for Ian Bone. Nice at bat from him after falling behind quickly 2-0 or 0-2. Bismarck looking to play upset here in the opening round as there's a first pitch strike delivered to Sven Wilson, the number nine hitter in the lineup. Everyone's come to the plate here for the Bismarck Indians in this inning. As there's one in the dirt. A ball and a strike. The 1-1. Low and outside misses the zone for a ball. 2-1. Bases remain loaded. The 2-1. Low outside corner called a strike. Malachi Sanskrov, pitch number 38, and he gets the needed swing and a miss, strike three, a slider that the bottom falls out on, chasing it is Sven Wilson to end the top of the first inning, but the Bismarck Indians, they get three runs off of two hits, no errors, they do leave the bases loaded, your score, three to nothing Bismarck, we'll see Potosi bat for the first time when we return after this, on the Parkland Sports Leader, AM 1240, KFMO. Hi, folks.
folks, this is Randy Holsey at Flooring Systems. High school sports teaches many lessons that last a lifetime, and that's why we are proud to be a part of high school athletics in the parkland. Stop by or call 573-760-1461. We're Flooring Systems of Farmington, a name you can stand on. The St. Francis County Community Partnership is a proud supporter of local high school sports, and they remind you to stay alcohol and drug-free for your best possible performance. The St. Francis County Community Partnership, adding value, bringing hope, online at sfccp.org. Hungry? The Riverside Grill on East Main Street in Park Hills has homemade daily specials or choose from a menu of other delicious entrees or stop by for a hearty breakfast every day from 7 a.m. to 11 a.m. The Riverside Grill across from the Farmer's Market in Park Hills. Back here on AM 1240 KFMO, I'm Sean Malone. Bottom of the first inning, that's where we're heading in a 3-0 ball game, Bismarck. Giving some breathing room to their starting pitcher, Jesse Mack. We'll get to the fielding alignment for the Bismarck Indians in a moment. First, we've got to bring you the starting lineup for the Potosi Trojans order. It's brought to you by David Scott Haggerty of Shelter Mutual Insurance, 517 East Payton Park Hills, insuring the Parkland since 1955. You don't hear this often. Freshman leadoff hitter shortstop, Lane Ravel. He'll be batting first for Potosi today. He's followed up in the order by the senior third baseman, Jay Pazia. The first baseman bats third. That's Blake Coleman. The pitcher, Malachi Sansegra, is the cleanup hitter today for Potosi. Center fielder batting fifth. It's Isaac Jones. The second baseman is Colton uh, Polite. The right fielder, Ty Mills. He bats seventh. Behind the plate, it's Macklin Davis. He's the eight hitter. And rounding out the lineup for Potosi is the nine hitter, Gavin Portell. Again, the order goes... Ravel, Paget, Coleman, Santagra, Jones, Polite, Mills, Davis, Portel, under first-year head coach of the Bismarck Indians, Joe Portel, coming in with a record of seven and nine as the seventh seed here in the MAAA Conference Tournament. Meanwhile, the fielding alignment for the Bismarck Indians, we got you Jesse Mack, the starting pitcher behind the dish. It's Gavin Butry. The outfield left to right goes Isaiah Faulkner, Ian Bone, and Sven Wilson. And around the horn in the infield, Cameron Reese is at third, Garrett Mork at short, Joey Randazzo at second with Carter Hedrick at first base. Starting lineup comes courtesy of J.J. Vickers Insurance Agency, 63 School Street in Bonterre. Allow J.J. to help protect your family with life insurance. First pitch strike to Lane Ravel, and he's behind in the count 0-1. Mack with a three-run lead to work with here in the bottom of the first inning. There's a breaking ball that misses on the outside part of the plate for a ball. One and one. And those are the two pitches that we'll see from Jesse Mack. That's the pregame what he throws. That way I can identify it right on the air. Fastball, curveball. That's it. Upstairs missing for a ball. Two and one. The two-one pitch. Hit in the air. Right field. Right to Sven Wilson. He barely has to go anywhere. And he's got it. For out number one in the bottom of the first inning. Brings Jay Paja up to the plate. The pitch dropped in for a strike. Strike two. Quickly an 0-2 count to Jay Pasha. There's a big hooking breaking ball on the outside part of the plate. Watching it miss for ball one is Pasha. A ball and two strikes your count. 
on the ground towards first. Off the heel of the glove of Carter Hedrick, but he bobbles it to himself, stays with it, and takes it to the bag for out number two. Good play, three unassisted. Carter Hedrick gets the out, and that will bring Blake Coleman to the plate. Out-of-town scoreboard check brought to you by Mineral Area Overhead Door, 1020 Woodlawn Drive just north of Farmington. No score, St. Genevieve and Valley Caledonia. You can listen to that game on KFMO Sports Plus. Jared Pettis is out broadcasting that one. Pitch misses upstairs for a ball, 1-0. Out-of-town scoreboard check, Mineral Area Overhead Door, 1020 Woodlawn Drive just north of Farmington. They install entry and storm doors, decks and railings, beam central vacuum systems, and more. For a full list of services, visit MineralAreaDoor.com. Breaking ball, found the zone. For a strike, one and one your count. That one on the opposite side of the plate, outside away from Coleman, misses. Two and one. Mack sets at the belt, square with home plate, turns and delivers the pitch. Well struck ball to left field. Does it stay fair? Yes, it does, and will roll all the way to the fence. Big turnaround first for Coleman. He will trot into second base, standing up with a two-out double. A line drive double. And... Didn't have any real hook to it at all. Coleman just hit it square right up the line, and it stays fair. And that brings Malachi Sansegrat to the plates. He is the starting pitcher today for the Potosi Trojans. Find himself in an early 3-0 hole, but can do a lot to help himself in the early going if he can plate Coleman at second base. Open stance, right-handed batter's box for Sansegrat. Here's the pitch to him. Low and inside, got the corner for a strike. That breaking ball once again from Jesse Mack. He's going to have to mix those pitches well, especially when he gets to the second time through the order. Deal one. Missing for a ball. Usually you like to have at least three pitches that you can go to. So that way your second or third time through the order, you can kind of throw them something new that they haven't seen yet. The 1-1. Well struck center field coming on is the center fielder Bone, and he overplays it. It goes over his head, and it's going to roll all the way to the fence, just a few feet to the left of the 390 sign, and they're going to send him home. Do we have an inside-the-park home run? No, a late break, but the throw is high. Now coming home from third base is Sansegra. The play at the plate. He slides in there safely ahead of the tag. Malachi Sansegra. An inside the park home run as Ian Bone overran it in center field. Like I said, that'll go a long ways to helping your own cause if you're Malachi Sansagra. Now it's a 3 2 ball game. You only trail by one. And Isaac Jones steps to the plate with two outs in the bottom of the first. Jones digs in, open stance, right-handed batter's box. First pitch to him. It's that curveball dropped in the bucket for a strike. Counts it's 0-1. The pitch. That one's going to miss for a ball. Count now one ball and one strike. 3-2 ball game, courtesy of that inside-the-park home run from Malachi Sansegra. Here in the bottom of the first inning, that pitch misses for ball two. Two balls and a strike. Counts hits two and one as Jesse Mack taking his time on the hill. Delivers a pitch that finds the outside corner for a strike.
2-2, and it misses low for a ball. Three balls, two strikes. Count is full on Isaac Jones. Here's the payoff. Popped up. Behind us out of play. Count remains full at three and two. Now they're starting to work Jesse Mack's pitch count a little bit here. About to throw number 22. The 3-2 payoff. Low and inside ball four. That'll bring Colton Poley to the plate. First pitch, fought back foul. Behind on the fastball is Poli, and the count's at 0-1. Runner at first in Jones. Two down. Big hook, misses for a ball from Mack. One ball, one strike, your count. The 1-1. Swing and a miss. Fastball upstairs and Pulley hangs his head. He knows he should not have chased that one. Forget eye level. That was above his eyes. There's the 1-2. Breaking ball. And that got him. That got a piece of Colton Pulley. So he's bailed out on the hit by pitch. And now there's two on, two outs. With the game-tying run in scoring position at second base, the go-ahead run in the bottom of the first stands at first in Pulley. And Ty Mills coming to the plate. Here's the pitch in the dirt. And it misses for a ball, 1-0 to Ty Mills. Playing right field today for the Potosi Trojans. And time is called at the plate. Butry's going to go out and have a chat with his righty starter, Jesse Mack. Mack looked good through the first two batters. Induced a pop-out. To right field, a ground out to first, and it looked like Jesse Mack was going to be working a quick one, two, three inning of the Potosi Trojans. Then allowed a couple well struck balls to Coleman and especially to Malachi Sanskron. Here we are now, two on, two out, and a 1 0 count. There's a strike from Jesse Mack. Counts as one and one. A 3 2 ball game favoring Bismarck. Potosi threatening to potentially tie this one up. The 1-1, breaking ball, missing low in the zone for a ball. 2-1. Look to second from Mack, lifts the leg, and the righty fires. Kicks up some dirt. Missing for a ball, 3-1 your count. And this is kind of eerily parallel to the half inning we saw on the top of the first from Malachi Sansegraw. At first it looked decent, then the wheels started to fall off. Well struck left field, but foul. Just yanked foul by Ty Mills. The 3-2. Upstairs, ball four. Curveball with not enough curve on it to drop into the zone. And the bases are now loaded by the Potosi Trojans. 
Macklin Davis will come to the plate. Got a chance to tie this game up, if not more. Jones is at third. Polite's at second. Mills at first. We got a conversation on the hill. Just a one-on-one conversation. Jesse Mack and his head coach, Chris Hayes, in his sixth year. Even the catcher, Gavin Butry, is staying behind home plate right now. There's a long talk as well. The umpiring crew doesn't come to break it up. Instead, Chris Hayes has said his worth to Jesse Mack. We'll use his cleats to dig up some more dirt. We'll see what he's got following that meeting on the mounds. 32 pitches thrown by Jesse Mack. So far, he's going to need at least 33 to get out of this. By comparison, Malachi Sanskra threw 38. Pitch. Iron inside, missing for a ball. The 1-0. Dropped in for a strike. A ball and a strike. Swing and a miss. Macklin Davis behind. And the count is a ball and two strikes. He digs back in. Leans out of the way of a breaking ball upstairs. Two and two your count. Potosi's got the game tying run 90 feet away at third base. The 2-2. Two -two. Fastball upstairs for a ball. Count is full three and two with two outs and the base is loaded. Everyone's going to get a head start here. Jones at third. Pulley at second. Time Mills at first. Here they go. And it misses for ball four. And the game-tying run has been walked home, and we are tied up at three all. It's a brand-new ball game. And here comes Gavin Portell for the Potosi Trojans, and this is interesting because with Portell coming to the plate, that means the top of the order is up next. And we're going to get a courtesy runner out at first base. Ty Jarvis will run. And Portell digs into the right-handed batter's box. He'll get the good to go from the home plate umpire and dig back in. The pitch dropped in for a strike. That breaking ball again from Jesse Mack, and the count is 0-1. The 0-1, missing downstairs for a ball. One ball, one strike. Now you've got Ty Jarvis at first, Ty Mills at second, and Polite at third. Popped up foul territory. Behind us out of play. The one-two. Breaking ball that skips to the plate. Nice job by the catcher, Gavin Butry, who is not the catcher to start this season for Bismarck. He makes a really nice stop there. Three, two, hitting the air left field. It'll drop down for a base hit. That's going to score two runs as both Polite and Mills come in to score on the two RBI single from Gavin Portell. 
And the Bismarck Indians have seen their three-run lead eliminated and then some as Potosi's now taking a 5-3 lead here in the bottom of the first. And back to the top of the order for the Potosi Trojans. Lane Ravel up at the plate. Chokes up a bit on the bat and takes one high and inside for a ball, 1-0. Pop out to right field. That was the one hit right to Sven Wilson. That's the day for Ravel so far. Watches one go by low and inside. 2-0, he's ahead in the count. No batting gloves for Ravel. Something else you don't see all too often either. Low and inside, misses for a ball, and the count is 3-0 to Lane Ravel. I want to thank a few of our sponsors, including Holcamp Dewitt Center in Bonterre and the Walmart Supercenter located in Farmington. There's a get-me-over strike from Jesse Mack to avoid reloading the bases, but he's not out of the woods yet. Counts only 3-1. The pitch to Ravel. Foul back. Count now full three and two, and again with two outs, Jarvis at second, Portell at first. They're going to get a head start. Max sets the belt, looks to second, takes a deep breath, and the pitch. Hit in the air left field, it'll drop down for a base hit. They're going to send Jarvis home from second. The throw is to the cutoff man, and it's an RBI single. For Lane Ravel to bring home another run, it's six to three in favor of Potosi. And time is called by the catcher Gavin Butry, and he's going to step out and signal something to his infield. Runners at the corners as Portell advanced to third in the last play. Six-run bottom of the first inning for the Potosi Trojans. Here comes the lefty hitting Jay Paget to the plate. Runner goes, snap throw down to third, and gets away from the third baseman. Cameron Reese, but not too far. And at least keeps Portell at third. The runner at first, Ravel, took off, and he swiped second. And a pitch that missed for a ball, 1-0. Oh. 2-0. Jesse Mack has just seen his location get away from him, and he's already up to 50 pitches on the game. Half of them, or less than half, rather, have been strikes. And that number will drop even further as he misses ball three. Three and oh, your count. And Blake Coleman is due up next. He's got that double on the line drive to left field, and it's a four-pitch walk worked by Pasha. And we'll see if Coach Davis, or Coach Hayes, rather, keeps Jesse Mack out in the game to face Coleman who again hit him well, almost as well as Malachi Sansegra did. Bases loaded for Coleman, and he watches a breaking ball just get enough of the top of the zone for strike one. Deal one. Waits on the breaking ball, but pops it up. Won't even get out of the infield. The first baseman, Carter Hedrick, is there. And he's got it. 
for the third and final out to mercifully end this high-scoring bottom of the first inning. The Potosi Trojans, they get six runs off of four hits, no errors, and they, too, leave the bases loaded. Bismarck now finding themselves in a three-run hole. They'll come to the plate with Butry, Reese, and Mork when we return after this. We're heading to the second inning of the Parkland Sports Leader AM 1240 KFMO. The employees and staff at Walmart Supercenter in Farmington is proud to support our local high school students and proud to be a part of our local area high school sports. Walmart Supercenter in Farmington wants to wish all our local teams the best of luck this season. No matter what the sport, they support you at Walmart Supercenter in Farmington. Save money, live better at Walmart Supercenter in Farmington. To make a positive difference in our community, this is the mission statement of Prairie Farms Dairy in Park Hills. Branch manager David Parmley and his staff are proud to be a part of the different communities that they serve. Their employees supply fresh milk and dairy products to local grocery stores and markets that they too shop at. They are proud to support our local communities where they live, work, and raise their families. Prairie Farms Dairy in Park Hills. Graphic Options is our area's custom t-shirt and apparel manufacturer. Located at 120 West Pine in Farmington, Graphic Options offers a wide selection of options, including vinyl, screen print, embroidery, and more. Graphic Options in Farmington, a proud sponsor of high school sports. To everyone who needs a little delight in their day, let our team member Paul tell you about one of our favorite sweet treats. Making special moments at mealtime is a tradition in Wisconsin. And what better way to sweeten your day than a Culver's creamy, fresh frozen custard and your favorite mix-ins. We handcraft every concrete mixer exactly the way you like. From caramel to your favorite candies like Butterfinger. Come to Culver's and let us make your day a little bit sweeter. From Wisconsin, Wisconsin with love, welcome to delicious. Visit your local Culver's on Karsh Boulevard in Farmington. High School Baseball on KFMO is brought to you by Belgrade State Banks, State Farm Insurance Agent Chris Morrison in Farmington, and Pettis Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram in Farmington. Punch, counterpunch. That's the best way you could describe this game so far, and what a big counterpunch it was half an inning ago from the Potosi Trojans. They found themselves trailing by three when the bottom of the first began. Now they find themselves up by three when it's over. And we head to the second inning with the top of the order coming up for the Bismarck Indians on the wrong end of that three-score deficit. The count is 1-0 to Butry. It was a tough first inning for Malachi Sanskar, but now he's got some room to work with. See if that reinvigorates him. The 1-0 pulled at the left field side, but foul. Ball on a strike to Gavin Butry, who worked the leadoff walk in the top of the first inning. Eventually would make it to second base, but not any further than that. He'd be out on a fielder's choice trying to avoid being hit by a ground ball. The 1-1. Upstairs, two balls and a strike. The 2-1 pitch. Swung on, hit in the air, shallow center field. Losing his hat is Isaac Jones. He comes on. He's got it. And there's one out in the top of the second. Brewster coming to the plate. He's out there in place of Cameron Reese. 
Hard grounder towards short. Ravel waits for the high hop to make its way to him. He's got it plenty of time. Throws across the diamond to first. And there's two outs. Brewster's the DH in today's game, excuse me. Brings Garrett Mork to the plate. Two outs here in the inning. That pitch misses. The count is 2-0. Mork on the day so far. Grounded into that fielder's choice that sent Butry down. Breaking ball in for a strike. Out of town scoreboard check. Mineral area overhead door brings it to you. They are through three in St. Genevieve, and it's the Dragons leading the Vikings out of Valley Caledonia one to nothing. Poked into right field for a base hit by Garrett Mork. Nice little piece of hitting. Sat back on that breaking ball and just poked it into right field. He's on the outside part of the plate. He doesn't try to do too much with it. And he's on for Carter Hedrick. No 1-2-3 inning for Malachi Sonsagraw, but has a chance for a vastly improved scoreless frame if he can get Hedrick out here. Outside part of the plate. Missing for a ball, 1-0. Pitch in there for a strike. The 1-1 from Malachi Santagraz. as he's set at the letters and the pitch. Inside part of the plate, look out. Having a dance out of the way of that one is Carter Hedrick as the runner takes off for second. In fact, that got a piece of Hedrick, says the home plate umpire. Got the button of his uniform, if anything, and that brings Jesse Mack to the plates. Pitch, low and outside, it misses for a ball. Want to know your count to Jesse Mack? He worked a walk his first time at the plate. Mork at second, Hedrick at first. Two outs on the top of the second. Bismarck trying to get a little two-out rally together once again. That one misses for ball two. The 2-0 from Malachi Sansegraw. 3-0. A chance for the bases to be loaded here for Bismarck. After Sansegraw got the first two out. Here's the 3-0. Right down the middle. No. Oof. Not sure where that one missed, but it misses for ball four. And even Jesse Mack appeared to be surprised as he stood there for a moment before eventually making his way up the line to first. And here comes Isaiah Faulkner to the plate. He, too, worked to walk his first time up. Faulkner worked a walk that would score Garrett Mork. 
This one hit on the left side off the heel of the glove of Padra. The shortstop, Ravel, tries to knock it down. He does so, but not in time. Going to be an E5 that will bring home another run in Bismarck. They've got at least one here for a two-out rally. And they've cut into that Potosi lead. It's now a 6-4 ball game. Randazzo to the plate. Down is 0-1. Santagraw with the pitch. Fastball in the dirt. A ball and a strike. Bases remain loaded as they kept Hedrick at third. You've got Mack at second. Faulkner at first. The 1-1. Popped up on the field of play, but unable to get to it is Macklin Davis, the catcher from behind the plate. He had to dive for it in the last second. Goes as just an innocent foul ball on the count now, a ball and two strikes. Last time Joey Randazzo was up, it was the same sh- situation. He had the bases loaded and worked a walk. That walk that he worked would wind up scoring Carter Hedrick from third, but he doesn't get it here. Strike three, and that does it to end the inning. But the Bismarck Indians do get a run off of one hit and error. And once again, they leave the bases loaded here as we're through an inning and a half of play. Potosi still with the lead. Six to four on the Parkland Sports Leader. AM 1240 KFMO. Spring is here, and now is the time to give Impressive Farm and Home in Ironton a call to get your yard from looking drab to looking fab. From tree and shrub removal, excavation, landscape design, and more, Impressive Farm and Home can be your yard makeover go-to. Impressive Farm and Home services Iron, Madison, and St. Francis counties. Call 573-432-2112 for a free quote, or visit Impressive Farm and Home at 476 South Main Street in Ironton. Gilstrom Mary Lee Corporation is hiring owner-operators for a growing and busy fleet at their Southeast Missouri facility. Drivers will pull Gilstrom Mary Lee trailers. Owner-operators are paid all miles at $1.85 per mile plus $11.50 per hour for downtime and drivers are given weekly settlements. Loads consist of no-touch freight and round-trip dispatch so drivers can be home each week. Keep busy all year round and return after each load. Call Mike Welker at 800-851-5371. That's 800-851-5371. Get to Willett Home Furnishings in Bonterre for the guaranteed lowest price on Ashley Furniture. Stop in and let us show you our huge showroom of beautiful Ashley Furniture and home accents for every room in your home. Choose from Ashley living rooms, bedrooms, dining rooms, or dens. You name the room and we'll show you an enormous selection with our lowest price guarantee. If you find a lower price, we'll match it or beat it guaranteed. Ask us about interest-free financing and free delivery. Ashley Furniture, in style and in reach at Willett Home Furnishings, Berry Road, Bonterre. High School Baseball on KFMO is brought to you by Cozine Memorial Chapel in Farmington. Complete Vision Care in Lettington and Festus. Chris Offenberg, GM Superstore in Farmington. First State Community Banks. Willett Home Furnishings in Bonterre and Farmington. And Shelter Insurance Agent J.J. Vickers in Bonterre. Malachi Sansegra leads things off in the bottom of the second inning, 6-4. Dosey with the lead. He had a big part of that lead in the bottom of the first inning as he's now behind 0-2 in the count. And inside the park home run for Malachi Sansegra. That's how I scored it. The 0-2. 
Hit on the left-hand side and threw into left field for a base hit. Two for two on the day, Malachi Sansacraw. Has a and the courtesy run at first base for the pitcher, number one, Aiden Ricketts. Courtesy runner in at first base, it's Ricketts who will do the running. Isaac Jones digs in. Uh, first pitch taken for a ball. Want to know your count? One-zero pitch, low for a ball. Two balls and a strike. Still Jesse Mack out on the hill, by the way, for Bismarck. He's a junior, so he's got up to 105 pitches. That being said, he just delivered his 60th of the game, so he's already passed the midway point, and he's got no outs to show for here in the bottom of the second. 3-0 goes the count. Runner takes off. Great jump. And it misses in the inside for ball four anyway. But Ricketts, he was pretty much almost at second base, probably two-thirds of the way to second base by the time the pitch was delivered to Butry. That'll bring Colton Polite to the plate. Polite was hit by a pitch his first time up. Two on, nobody out, bottom of the second. First pitch to him. Popped up, behind us and out of play. Mack sets at the belt and the pitch. Skips to the plate again. Another nice stop from Butry. A ball and a strike. Max set. The 1 1. Poked at high in the air. Stays in the infield. The first baseman, Hedrick. And infield fly was called, and Hedrick just lets it go. And everyone stays put. I don't know if that was intentional from Hedrick, but it's a good play on his part to try to see if you can catch the Potosi Trojans asleep. And they weren't. Brings Ty Mills to the plate. Only one out in the bottom of the second, and we got time called at the plate by the home plate umpire. I don't know if it was asked for by Ty Mills. Some dust was kicked up again with the wind, picking back up here. Breaking ball in there for a strike. Counts it 0-1. We've got two on and one down in the bottom of the second. A 6-4 ball game favoring Potosi. Breaking ball misses on the outside part of the plate for a ball. One and one. We've got a 1-1 count with one out. Ricketts at second. Courtesy running in place of Malachi Sanskraw. Isaac Jones, the speedy center fielder for Potosi, is at first. Breaking ball upstairs for a ball. Two balls and a strike. 
Here's the 2-1. Hit in the air, left field and deep, looking up, and this one is a double. It hops over the fence for a ground rule double that'll bring Ricketts home and keep Jones at third. Mills is on second base. Most other ballparks, that might be out of here. It plays deep here at the Potosi Sports Complex. And that brings home Ricketts. And it's now a 7-4 ball game. Potosi has regained that one-run lead. Mecklen Davis to the plate. He worked to walk his first time up. Slightly open stance, right-handed batter's box. And again, time is called at the plate. He's got one out in the bottom of the second. Mack ready to go. From the windup, the pitch dropped in for a strike. The count is 0 and 1. Go Mac. Fans chanting that on both sides. Macklin Davis at the plate facing Jesse Mack, the pitcher. The 0 1 is pulled well foul. Count is 0 and 2. Mack with the 0-2 pitch. And it misses low and away for a ball. Ball and two strikes. Time Mills at second. Isaac Jones at third. With Gavin Portell on deck. There's a beautiful breaking ball from Jesse Mack. And it's dropped in for a strike. And down on strikes is Macklin Davis for out number two. Strikeouts. Brought to you by Complete Vision Care. They offer quality eye care, premium eyewear, and a customized visual solution for every patient with locations in Lettington and Festus. While you'd probably believe me if I told you today's game is not a pitching duel, that's only the combined third strikeout of the game, and it's the first for Jesse Mack. He falls behind to Gavin Portell, 1-0. Evens things up, drop it in the breaking ball for a strike. 1-1 one one your count. Single on a fly ball to left field. That's Gavin Portell's day so far. The 1-1. Hit in the air. Left field. Backing up the left fielder is Faulkner shielding his eyes, and he can't get to it as it hops past him and to the wall. Two runs are going to come in to score. Pushing for a triple is Portell, and he's in there standing up. A two-RBI triple for Gavin Portell. He's having himself quite a day out of the nine spot. Nine to four, your your score. And if it weren't for that four-run first inning, we'd be having a conversation about a potential three-inning run rule here. Oh, and that got the helmet of Lane Ravel. Luckily, it did. Is kind of in the back of his head really and he seems to be all right he actually had kind of a smile on his face thankfully for him as well it looked like it was the breaking ball from jesse mack but now that puts him at first with two outs in the bottom of the second inning and we'll see if they send him to second once again with jay paget coming to the plate who is 0 for 1 with a ground out to first and a walk pasha into the left-handed batter's box slightly open stance Takes one on the outside part of the plate for a ball, 1-0. Ravel stays put at first. 
Got runners at the corners, two out in a 9-4 ball game. Here's the pitch. Breaking ball dropped in for a strike this time. We're all even at 1-1. One one. The 1-1, one one, runner goes. Swung on, hit in the air, deep right field. Wilson backpedaling, and he settles and makes the play for the third and final out to end the inning. But again, the Potosi Trojans with some damage done. They get three runs off of three hits, no errors, and they leave runners stranded at the corners. We are through two complete. Potosi with the 9-4 lead over Bismarck in the MAAA Conference Tournament opening round on KFMO. Edward Jones is a proud sponsor of local high school sports on KFMO. Call financial advisors John Brown or Madison Brown in Farmington at 573-756-9002 for all your investment needs. Edward Jones, making sense of investing. Member FDIC. Have you struck out in the car game? Strike one, you've had credit problems in the past. Strike two, you hate the car you're driving. Strike three, it costs too much to maintain. Call that old car out today. Hey, this is David Sism from Samson Ford Lincoln, home with a lifetime warranty. Call that old car out and hit a home run at Samson Ford today. Don't go car shopping and get pushed into a high mileage used car you don't actually want. Drive off in a new or newer car with a lifetime warranty and get back on the road. We will go to bat and help you get approved so you can hit a home run. Have you been sitting on the bench because of bad credit? Get in the game. Bankruptcy and bad credit? Okay. My credit approval process will help you get back in the game and driving a new or newer car you love. Come see us, your home team dealer, since 1937, and get a new or newer car with a lifetime warranty, regardless of your credit. Don't get pushed around. We work extra innings for you. Visit us at Samson Ford Lincoln now. See us online at SamsonFord.com or call 431-3177. Requires bank approval. Negative equity may be refinanced. See dealer for details. Complete Vision Care in Lettington and Festus, proudly serving the Parkland's eye care needs since 1966. We would like to thank you for voting Complete Vision Care as the best eye doctor of the Parkland five years in a row. Complete Vision Care in Lettington and Festus, the ideal choice. NRP Lumber and Park Hill, they are all about you. From providing the best customer service to offering the top products to help get that summer project done. Let RP Lumber and Park Hills help you turn your dream home into reality. Whatever the project, think RP Blue from the very best in professional service, quality products, and fast delivery. RP Lumber on East Main Street in Park Hills. Think Blue, RP Blue. RP Lumber in Park Hills. Visit their website, rplumber.com. Ian Bone with a quick fly out to left center field. Route number one in the top of the third inning. Malachi Sansagrov back out there again. Fouls off the first pitch he sees. And the count is 0-1. Wilson on the day so far. Strikeout swinging to end the first inning. It's his second time up at the plate. Comes with one out and nobody on. Pitch from Sansegrov. Fastball. Misses in the low inside corner for a ball. A ball and a strike. Swing and a miss. And that's strike three on Sven Wilson. His tough day at the plate continues. Two outs. That brings Butry up to the plate. Walk in a pop-out to shallow center field on his afternoon. 
Just a little bit shy of an hour into the game, and we're barely past the two-inning mark. Major League Baseball would not be thrilled. Outside part of the plate, and it misses for a ball, 1-0. Certainly nothing to do with pace of play, so much as it is the 13 runs that have been scored in this game. 9-4, Potosi with the lead. Outside part of the plate, taken for a strike. We're all even at the 1-1 count. Here's the pitch. Low, it misses for ball two. Two and one. Well, we've talked about efficiency throughout this game. Jesse Mack ended the second inning with his 80th pitch of the game. Malachi Sansgra not faring much better, in large part courtesy of his 38-pitch first inning. He's thrown 21 in the second, and he just delivered his 10th here in the third. And pitch number 11 is a strike, so now the count runs full at three and two. The 3-2. Misses for ball four. We do not get a 1-2-3 inning once again. We've had base runners in every inning. In fact, the bottom of the second, when it ended with runners at the corners, was the first time we've had an inning end without the bases loaded. Meanwhile, out-of-town scoreboard check out in St. Genevieve. That's a softball, excuse me. They're through four innings complete. Valley Catholic with an 8-0 lead over Scott City. Dive at first, and back in time is Butry. Connor Brewster up at the plate. He's 0-1 with a sacrifice and a ground out to short. Misses for a ball, 1-0. DH in today's game, batting in place of Cameron Reese, the third baseman. The one out. Hit back to the pitcher, Sansegra. He's got it. Underhand toss to first in time, and that will do it. So it's not quite a 1-2-3 inning, but it's close, especially by comparison standards. So the rest of this game is gone. A great inning from Malachi Sansegra on the Potosi Trojans. No runs, no hits, no errors, and a runner left stranded at first base. To the bottom of the third we go, Potosi. Looking to build on their 9-4 lead. They've got Coleman, Sansagra, and Jones. Middle of the order. You up next on the Parkland Sports Leader AM 1240 KFMO. You work hard to make sure your family has everything they need. Life insurance from American Family Life Insurance Company can help financially protect your loved ones by replacing a portion of your income if you were to pass away. That means your family will have the help they need to maintain their quality of life and pursue their dreams. Get the peace of mind you deserve by protecting what matters most. American Family Insurance. See Bill Betts on East Main Street in Park Hills or call 573-431-4893. American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. Precious memories left behind Bring us joy and peace of mind When we celebrate the lives of those we love Proud to be a part of high school sports, Cozy Memorial Chapel and Crematorium, 217 West Columbia in Farmington. It's back! What's back, Charlotte? I'm not going back to work. No, silly. The pretzel crust pizza at Little Caesars. Ah, so customers can once again enjoy our pretzel crust topped with creamy cheddar cheese and loaded pepperoni. Yum. Yep, and it's every day, hot and ready from 4 to 8 for only $6.99. So try one today. Charlotte, I say pretzel, you say... Little Caesars in Farmington and Deloge. Oh, well, at least it's back. Banking with people like you. Unico Bank. We are happy to support all of the area's athletes and are proud to be a part of high school sports. Banking with people like you. 
like you. Unico Bank. High School Baseball on KFMO is brought to you by Lead Belt Stove and Fireplace and Ozark Modern Insulation in Park Hills. Bill Best, American Family Insurance Agent in Park Hills, Dalton Home Improvement in Park Hills, Mineral Area College in Park Hills, and the Bullpen Sports Grill in Lettington. This one hammered to center field, and it will one-hop the wall for a double. Second ground rule double we've had in this ballgame as Blake Coleman knocks it over this time on a hop. That brings Malachi Sansegra to the game. What a game he's had so far at the plate. Inside the park home run and a single on a hard ground ball to left field. He digs into the right-handed batter's box with a slightly open stance. Continuing to face Jesse Mack. He's at his number today. This one hammered left field deep. And is it fair? No, it's just foul. It would have been a home run otherwise his second of the game. A long, loud foul ball to left field. Sanskra will dig back in. Continuing to face Jesse Mack. No work in the bullpen for the Bismarck Indians this half inning. Mack, that was his 82nd pitch of the game. Potosi seems to be attacking him early in some of these at-bats, especially in this inning here. Coleman swung on the first pitch he saw. Sanskra watches a breaking ball hop to the plate. He takes it for ball one, a ball and a strike. Isaac Jones on deck. The 1-1. One, one. In the dirt for a ball, 2-1. and one. Mack looks to second, lifts the leg and delivers the pitch. And skips to the plate and the count goes 3-1. and one. The 3-1. Outside part of the plate taken for ball four. Malachi Sansgra works a five-pitch walk after almost going yard on the first pitch. And that will bring Isaac Jones to the plate. And we're going to get a courtesy runner out at first base. Aiden Ricketts will run, and we might see a new pitcher here. Chris Hayes, head coach of the Bismarck Indians, making the long walk. Out to the mound, and he will take the ball from Jesse Mack. And we're going to see Garrett Mork come in to pitch, so it appears. At least he's made his way onto the mound, but coming out from center field is Ian Bone. And Ian Bone, in fact, getting the ball and taking over on the mound. So we'll see who makes their way out into the outfield to replace the freshman Ian Bone in a tough situation. We'll bring you the stats for Jesse Mack. As the line stands currently, Mack will make his way to the outfield. We'll see if he's in center field or one of the corner spots and someone else taking the spot in center field vacated by Bone. Here's the line for Jesse Mack in the game. He went two innings plus, facing 22 batters on 86 pitches. Threw two more balls than he did strikes. He allowed eight hits, nine runs, all of them earned. He walked six, struck out one, hit a pair. ERA sits at 31 and a half, whip of seven. He left five stranded, but he is responsible for Coleman at second. And now Ricketts, 
who is courtesy running in place of Malachi Sansegra at first. And Ian Bone, the lefty, going through his warm-up tosses. And it appears from my view as if it's Jesse Mack who is out in center field. And so Sven Wilson stays in right and Faulkner stays at left. And is going through his final warm-up tosses on the mound, the freshman Ian Bone. Looking to slow down this Potosi offense that has exploded for nine runs through two innings plus so far. Nobody out here in the bottom of the third. Isaac Jones comes to the plate with two on. Coleman at second, Ricketts at first. The pitch from the lefty bone dropped in for a strike. Counts it's 0-1. Jones on the day so far, he worked a pair of walks. The 0-1, missing upstairs for a ball, a ball on a strike. The 1-1 pitch from Ian Bone as the runner takes off for third. It's Coleman, and he's in there easily as Bone asleep at the wheel on the mound. The pitcher coming into this game cold. Didn't even look at Coleman, who easily stole third. The 2-1. Upstairs for a ball. Three balls and a strike. Ricketts stayed at first base, so Coleman might have just done that on his own. Ricketts could advance the second, though, if Jones can work a walk here at the plate, his third of the game, and he does. Ball four on the outside. Ricketts will head to second nonetheless. That brings Colton Polite to the plate with another bases-loaded scenario. Infield is in on the right-hand side for Bismarck. Left side playing in their natural positions. Poli watches the first pitch to him, drop in for a strike, and down is 0-1. 0 for 1 on the day so far, hit by a pitch, and was out on an infield fly that Carter Hedrick let drop, but everyone was paying attention on the infield. In the dirt for a ball, 1-1. One one. Former KFMO sports director Greg Allen, always a fan of players doing that, seeing if you can catch someone that doesn't know the rules. The 1-1. Swing and a miss, a late hack on a pitch upstairs that Poli probably should have just let go by. And the count goes 1-2. and two. one 2 pitch. Slow roller back to the pitcher in bone. He's going to go home with it for out one. The throw to first is high and over the head of Hedrick and into right field. That's going to score Cole, or excuse me, Ricketts. From second, and coming in all the way around from first is Jones, who's in there safely. It's 11-4 in favor of Potosi on the E2. It's scored initially as a fielder's choice, because you can't assume the double play. But an error on Butry brings two home to score, and Polite now stands at third. First pitch to Ty Mills is a ball. Want to know your count. 
on the inside. Missing for ball two. Two balls, no strikes. Well, that officially closes the book on Mac. As this one popped up, playable on the infield. Hedrick calls for it. He's got it. And there are two down in the bottom of the third inning. Those runs. One of them is responsible for Jesse Mack in terms of runs, but it's unearned. Pitch in there for a strike. Count now 0-1 to Macklin Davis. He's 0-1 for on the day so far with a walk and a strikeout looking. And one pitch. Foul back. Into the netting and it landed on top of the Bismarck Indians dugout and looks like it stayed there perhaps or maybe rolled behind. The 0-2 for Ian Bone. Dropped in the bucket, strike three, down looking is Davis, and that takes us through three innings complete. But another inning that produces runs for the Potosi Trojans. They get two this time off of one hit, one error, and they leave one stranded at third base. To the fourth we go, 11-4 your score. Potosi out in front of Bismarck. This inning break brought to you by Missouri Farm Bureau agent Mike Sansegraw in Farmington and Jonathan Steffen in Deloge. When your home or business is damaged from a fire or flooding, call Bryant Restoration, 366-6351. Locally owned and operated by Reggie Avishan on Benham Street in Bonterre. Proud to be a part of high school sports. Bryant Restoration. Whether you're in pursuit of a transferable degree or need training to jumpstart a great career, your future starts at Mineral Area College. Max tuition is affordable, substantially less than a university, and we're close to home with locations in Park Hills, Fredericktown, Potosi, and Perryville. Interested in online classes? We offer those too. We've been creating student success stories since 1922. There's no better time to start yours. Apply online at mineralarea.edu. The employees and staff at Walmart Supercenter in Farmington is proud to support our local high school students and proud to be a part of our local area high school sports. Walmart Supercenter in Farmington wants to wish all our local teams the best of luck this season. No matter what the sport, they support you at Walmart Supercenter in Farmington. Save money, live better at Walmart Supercenter in Farmington. For more than 115 years, Belgrade State Bank has been neighbors helping neighbors. It's how we do business and it's what sets us apart, shaping every decision we make from supporting local causes to helping businesses and families succeed. Our checking and savings accounts, mortgages, personal and business loans, and financial planning help people reach their goals and live their dreams. It makes all the difference. Belgrade State Bank, a wise place to do business since 1906. Member FDIC. To the top of the fourth inning, Bismarck trailing 11-4. to They've got 3-4-5 and five due up in this frame as it's a first pitch ball. Delivered to Garrett Mork. Count is 1-0. Mork 1-2 for two on the day so far. Singled on a hard ground ball to right field that was past the reach of Colton Polite. Grounded into a fielder's choice at short. Fought that one off foul. And the count goes 1-1. One one. 
low and away. Two and one. Sounds across set and the two one pitch. Fastball finds the low inside corner. Two and two. The two two pitch. Late weak hack from Garrett Mork. It was the slider. And he realized it in the last second and tried to just fight it off foul to stay alive, but he whiffs. And he's down on strikes for out number one in the top of the fourth inning. That's the fourth strikeout for Malachi Sansegra today. Strikeouts are brought to you by Complete Vision Care, the ideal choice for your routine exams and anything regarding your eye care since 1966. Pitch upstairs misses for a ball to a new hitter we've got in the game. Oh, no, excuse me, it's still Carter Hedrick. Thought we were up to Jesse Mack. He's on deck. Pitch dropped in for a strike. A ball and a strike your count with one out in the top of the fourth inning. And Malachi Sansegra has settled down here as this game has gone on. 38 pitches in the first inning, allowing three runs to Bismarck. 21 in the second where he allowed a run. A 14-pitch third inning, a scoreless frame as well. He's trying for the first 1-2-3 inning of the ball game here in the top of the fourth. Pitch misses for ball two. Two balls and a strike. Your count to Carter Hedrick. The pitch. Yanked foul. Two and two your count. Sansgrove sets at the chin. The 2-2. Breaking ball pulled foul. Counts hits two balls and two strikes with one out in the top of the fourth inning in an 11-4 ball game. The 2-2. Down in the dirt. 3-2. and two. Payoff pitch. Inside ball four. Carter Hedrick works walk. So he makes his way over to first. With one down and Jesse Mack coming to the plate. Mack has had an uneventful day at the plate, that is, but he's reached base safely each time. He's been up twice and he's walked twice. Jersey untucked. Mack digs in. Straight up stance in the right-handed batter's box. First pitch to him. A sweeping slider from Sansegrana misses for ball one. Want to know your count. The 1-0. Outside, 2-0. Already in the middle of the sixth inning. And it's St. Genevieve where the Dragons have a 2-1 lead. Alex Fleeman led off the bottom of the fifth inning with a home run, but in the top of the sixth, Colby Maxwell scored on a Keller-Lowry RBI single to cut into that lead. Popped up on the infield, and the third baseman, Jay Pazia, looked like he almost lost it in the sun. He was able to make the play, the throw over to first, Hedrick back in time. Pazia called everyone off, but I think in the last second with the sun to our right, I think he lost it, 
and found it again in the last second because he kind of had to reach out a little bit for that one after looking like he was going to settle under it. Hedrick at first safely, and there's two outs. And Isaiah Faulkner coming to the plate. No gloves for Faulkner. Slightly open stance, right-handed batters. Box hits this one to right field. Ty Mills just lets it drop in front of him. And that looked like one Ty Mills probably could have had. I don't know if he lost track of that one, but he kind of settled and then watched it hop in front of him. A batter just wanted to play it safe and didn't want to over-pursue. But it drops in for a single. Randazzo to the plate. With two on, two outs, top of the fourth. An 11-4 ball game. Not accurate to be saying that it's getting late early in this ball game. Bismarck in danger of potentially being run ruled by Potosi in five or fewer innings. Don't want to allow too many more runs to Potosi. You want to get some back yourself, in fact. Turning away from that one is Randazzo. 2 and 0 your count. It's an 11-4 ball game, so if in the next half inning, assuming Potosi doesn't allow anything here. They get three runs. All of a sudden, we're heading to the top of the fifth where Bismarck needs some runs to keep the game going. This is for ball three, three and oh. There's ball four, a four-pitch walk worked by Randazzo. His second walk of the game. And that'll bring Ian Bone to the plate. Now batting the pitcher, number 30, Ian Bone. He's in in the left-handed batter's box, turning and throwing to second is Sansegraw. No one was covering the bag. Faulkner able to slide back in. Kind of caught him flat-footed for a second, though, but Sansegraw kind of had to wait before throwing over to seconds, and that gave Faulkner enough time to get back. 1-0 is the first pitch. To Ian Bone misses high and outside. 1-0. Called a strike. 1-1 one one your count. Got Hedrick at third, Faulkner at second, Randazzo at first. The 1-1, one one, missing outside. 2-1. and one. Malachi Sansegraw doesn't have many pitches left to work with. That's 96 on his day. He's got just nine left. Make it eight. Misses downstairs. Three and one. Here's the 3-1 pitch. Breaking ball on the outside. Ball four and a walk. Will bring home a run. Hedrick scores. Ian Bone is to, heads to first. And Sven Wilson will come to the plate. And this could be the final person we see face off against Malachi Sansegraw. He's up to 98 pitches. And it's the top of the order due up next for Bismarck. Let's see how much more of a leash Malachi Sansegraw has as Joe Portel's now on the edge of the dugout. A meeting between the head coach of the Bismarck Indians. Chris Hayes and his batter, Sven Wilson, who's had a tough day at the plate. Struck out swinging twice. Watches one go by on the outside for ball one. 99 pitches for Malachi Sansegraw. Here comes 100. 1-0. One 
High chopper towards third. Padgett's got it across the diamond to first in time for the third and final out. And once again, the bases are left loaded by the Bismarck Indians for the third time this game. But they do get a run off of one hit and no errors in that top of the fourth inning. To the bottom half we go. Portel, Ravel, and Padgett do up for the Stokes Trojans. 11-5 they lead on the Parkland Sports Leader. AM 1240 KFMO. Back, neck, or joint pain? Ow! Ongoing or recent work or sports injury? Ah. Dr. Armstrong and Dr. Probst of Citizen Spine and Sport of Farmington, the official team, chiropractors and trainers of Central High School, offer a conservative and effective approach to spinal manipulation, ART, rehab exercise, dry needling, and now class 4 laser therapy to accelerate tissue healing by decreasing inflammation in chronic and acute pain areas. Call Citizen Spine and Sport at 573-701-0770 today. Ah! Edward Jones is a proud sponsor of high school sports on KFMO. Call me, financial advisor Allison Douglas-Kinnon at 573-431-2220 for all of your investment needs. Edward Jones, making sense of investing, member SIPC. Are you trying to replace old drywall? Maybe you just want to repaint your living room. Whole Camp Do-It Center in Bonterre has everything you need under one roof. Since 1949, homeowners and independent contractors have found everything they need at Whole Camp Do-It Center. They're open Monday through Friday from 8 to 5 and Saturday from 8 until noon. For painting, plumbing, and home improvement needs, do it best and put over 60 years of experience to work for you at Whole Camp Do-It Center on North Division Street in Bonterre. Nothing beats the convenience of pushing a button for instant heat and a beautiful fire, even when the power is out. This is Lance Seacrest, and at Leadbelt Stove and Fireplace, we can do just that with our wide variety of Regency and Manesson gas fireplaces. Visit us online and request a quote anytime at leadbeltstove.com. Calling all PNC insurance agents. Mark your calendars for May 16th. Service Master Restoration by MMCT will be providing continuing education courses on hoarding and trauma live in person. This event is free for agents. There will be amazing guest speakers and free food. Reserve your spot for these continuing education courses on hoarding and trauma by calling 636-208-5653. That's 636-208-5653. Service Master Restoration by MMCT, a disaster restoration and large loss recovery partner. Bottom of the fourth inning, 9-1-2, and two, due up for Potosi. It's Gavin Portel to lead things off. He's having a really nice day out of the ninth spot. Single on a fly ball to left field and a triple on a fly ball to left center field. He digs into the right-handed batter's box facing Ian Bone, who came in in relief of Jesse Mack. And he takes a first pitch strike. Count is 0-1. Bone working from the windup. There was a breaking ball on the inside part of the plate. So far inside, in fact, that Gavin Portell has to scoot back out of the way of it. And the count goes one and one. The one one. Hit in the air to right field. Sven Wilson comes on, leans to his left. Our, excuse me, yes, his left, our right. And he's got it for out number one. That was a tough play from Sven Wilson. A line drive with some sinking action to it. Here we go. A big opportunity for Potosi if they do want to potentially run rule Bismarck. Cut down on the amount of arms they'd need to use in this game. Lane Ravel comes to the plate, top of the order. One out in the bottom of the fourth. That's a 1-0 start to Ravel as Bone misses low and inside. 
the 1-0. And excuse me, check swing that got the knob of the bat. Ravel taps his chest saying, my bad. He's one for two today. Pop out to right field, single down a line drive to left, and has been hit by a pitch. The 1-1. Big hack from Lane Ravel, and he's over the top of that breaking ball, one and two. Rell's got an RBI in the game as well, and he takes that for a ball, two and two. The 2-2 pitch. Hit hard towards third. Cameron re-snags it across the first, not in time. It's an infield single, and the throw gets away from Hedrick. Turning and heading to second is Ravel on the single E5. Like I said before, you don't often see a freshman shortstop also leading off, but with that speed, you can see why Ravel is starting at shortstop and leading things off for Potosi. He's going to be a special player for this Bismarck Indians, or this Potosi Trojans ball club, that is. Watches one upstairs, missed for a ball. It's Jay Paja. He's over two. Ground out to first, work to walk, and a pop out to right field. The one out. In there for a strike. One and one your count. Swing and a miss. And Page is behind in the count, one and two. LeCarrie Auto Body Supply, your PPG distributor for the parkland for over 30 years, is proud to support your hometown auto body businesses. Because these business owners were your classmates, they're your neighbors, your fellow church members, and their kids attend school with your kids. Support those who help support your community for years, like... Dale Mosier Auto Body. Consider it done, consider it done right. When you need repair, there's no need to despair. Dale Mosier does it all for you. The best and put us to the test. Dale Mosier Auto Body. Consider it done, consider it done right. And Unlimited Auto Body in Potosi, where experience counts. Remember, you have the right to choose who does your repairs, so count on Unlimited Auto Body for full body repair or full body paint and custom graphics. Unlimited Auto Body, located at 109 Missouri Street in Potosi. LeCarry Auto Body Supply is proud to support your hometown repair shops. Have you struck out in the car game? Strike one, you've had credit problems in the past. Strike two, you hate the car you're driving. Strike three, it costs too much to maintain. Call that old car out today. Hey, this is David Sism from Samson Ford Lincoln, home with a lifetime warranty. Call that old car out and hit a home run at Samson Ford today. 
Don't go car shopping and get pushed into a high-mileage used car you don't actually want. Drive off in a new or newer car with a lifetime warranty and get back on the road. We will go to bat and help you get approved so you can have a home run. Have you been sitting in the bench because of bad credit? Get in the game. Bankruptcy and bad credit? Okay. My credit approval process will help you get back in the game and driving a new or newer car you love. Come see us, your home team dealer since 1937, and get a new or newer car with a lifetime warranty, regardless of your credit. Don't get pushed around. We work extra innings for you. Visit us at Samson Ford Lincoln now. See us online at SamsonFord.com or call 431-3177. Requires bank approval. Negative equity may be refinanced. See dealer for details. LeCarrie Auto Body Supply, your PPG distributor for the parkland for over 30 years, is proud to support your hometown auto body businesses. Because these business owners were your classmates, they're your neighbors, your fellow church members, and their kids attend school with your kids. Support those who help support your community for years, like American Metal and Mineral Point, offering full collision and classic restoration over 100 years of combined experience. American Metal also gives glass replacement and chip repair, paintless dent removal, and a lifetime warranty on their work. Voted best body shop in the parkland in 2018, American Metal and Collision is located on Business Park Drive in Mineral Point. And if you're looking for name recognition, look no further than Brad Wooten with Brad Wooten Auto Body. Located in the beautiful Arcadia Valley, Brad Wooten has a 10,000 square foot state-of-the-art facility with factory trained technicians and loaner cars on site. It's Brad Wooten Auto Body located at 401 North Main Street in Ironton. LeCarrie Auto Body, your PPG distributor in the parkland for over 30 years, is proud to support your hometown repair shops. We apologize for the technical difficulties as the score sits 12-5 to in favor of Potosi now. A trio of singles, Jay Paja, Blake Coleman, Malachi Sansgra, all of them reaching on a single to now load the bases for Isaac Jones, who is still searching for his first at-bat of the game. He's come to the plate three times, but he's walked each time, and he's in line to potentially do that again with a 2-1 count. The pitch in there for a strike. Count is two and two. One out here in the bottom of the fourth inning, and one big swing for Potosi could blow this game open for Bismarck as the 12-5 lead. They're only three runs away from potentially run-rolling the Bismarck Indians. That will help Bismarck's chances of keeping this game going as Ian Bone blows the fastball past Isaac Jones for out number two. Colton Polite will come to the plate. He's searching for his first hit of the game. He's hit by a pitch. Popped into an infield flying, grounded into a fielder's choice. And there was a fielder's choice right back to the pitcher as well. Wound up making it all the way to third on an error by the catcher. Pitch in there for a strike. The count sits 0-1. Here's the pitch from the lefty bone. Fouled back. Ducks are on the pond still. Paja is at third. Coleman's at second. Sansagras now at first. Theo two. Fought off foul. Count remains the same as Bone is looking to put away Polite and limit the damage here in the fourth to one. It's a 12-5 ball game in favor of the Potosi Trojans. On the pitcher with the 0-2. And in the air, right center field. Sven Wilson comes on, and it will one-hop to him. One run is going to score. Two runs are going to score. It's runners at the corners 
on a two RBI single off the bat of Colton Polite for his first hit of the game. Here comes Ty Mills to the plate. A right fielder for the Potosi Trojans. He's one for two today. And a ground rule double to left center field. Otherwise, he worked a walk and popped out the first. Takes a first pitch strike. Counts it's 0-1. Bone with the pitch. High and outside. 1-1 one one your count. Foot off foul. Macklin Davis is on deck. He's the only Trojan who hasn't come to the plate this inning. As it's now 14-5 in favor of Potosi. So if they can get Sonsagraw home from third, just need three outs to head home. Swing and a miss. They won't do it here, though. As down on strikes is Ty Mills for the third and final out. But Potosi... Out of the four they needed to potentially run rule Bismarck, they got three with five hits, one errors, and they leave runners stranded at the corners. Bismarck with Butry, Brewster, and Mork due up after this. We head to the fifth on the Parkland Sports Leader AM 1240 KFMO. At Ledco Community Credit Union, the mobile app makes it easier than ever to handle all of your daily banking needs. Designed to be intuitive and simple to use, the app offers you access to a wide range of popular features, including account balance and transfer, transfers between Ledco accounts, schedule, manage and pay bills, as well as mobile deposit capture. See their website for download instructions. The staff at Ledco Community Credit Union can make your life easier and more convenient. And they're proud to sponsor high school sports online. You can hear award-winning high school sports broadcasts on your computer or your iPad. Or you can download the KFMO radio app and have high school sports on any mobile device. Brought to you by KFMO and our partners at Ledco Community Credit Union. Visit us online at ledco.org or visit both of our branches. One in Park Hills, one in Farmington. Ledco Community Credit Union. Hi, Kimber Monroe, local attorney and proud sponsor of high school sports. With over 20 years of legal experience, I'm here to help you. That's Kimber Monroe at KimberMonroeLaw.com. The choice of an attorney is an important decision and should not be based on advertising. The Bullpen Sports Grill in Lettington is the area's favorite hangout for sports and fun for the entire family or even your office. Enjoy a menu full of delicious food, cornhole and pool video games, and of course, any sports game you can imagine on one of the big screens. Visit the Bullpen Sports Grill on Facebook and at 1500 East Main Street in Lettington. The kitchen now opens seven days a week and until 1 a.m. There's only one way to play in the bullpen, and that's at the Bullpen Sports Grill. You won't be disappointed. Fifth inning, we've got a new pitcher on the mound for the Potosi Trojans. It's Isaac Jones as he makes his way in from center field. Malachi Sansegraw heads out to replace him out there, closing the book on his afternoon. Four innings complete, facing 27 batters on 100 pitches exactly. He allowed four hits, five runs, four of them were earned. He walked nine, struck out four, hit a batter, ERA of seven, but he did leave 10 stranded, and he is currently in line for the win. Slow roller under the glove of the pitcher, Jones. The shortstop, Ravel's got a quick throw to first in time for the out. What a play 
from Lane Ravel at short. That was a slow roller and a really impressive quick release from Ravel and credit to Blake Coleman as well, using every bit of his six foot four frame to stretch and get that one for out number one. Connor Brewster coming to the plate. Count sits 0-1 to Brewster. Field one pitch. Misses for a ball. 1-1 goes to count. Brewster's 0-2 on the day so far. Dropped a sacrifice bunt and a pair of ground outs. 1-2 the pitcher and 1-2 Ravel at short. He's ahead in the count here, 2-1 and one after that pitch, misses for a ball from Jones. The 2-1, swing and a miss. 2-2. Two and two. Winner of this contest moves on to face the two-seed Central Rebels tomorrow. Breaking ball dropped in the bucket for strike three. That is a really nice pitch from Isaac Jones. And quickly, there are two outs in the top of the fifth inning. Here at Mork, we'll dig in. Breaking ball in there for a strike. Counts 0 and 1. Here's the pitch. Hit in the air, center field. Malachi Sansegra comes on. He's got it for the third and final out. And we do have the elusive 1 2 3 inning. And it comes courtesy of Isaac Jones on the mound for the Potosi Trojans in the top of the fifth inning. To the bottom half we go. Potosi needs one run to send us home early via the run. We'll see if they've got it when we return after this on the Parkland Sports Leader, AM 1240, KFMO, Park Hill. At Missouri Baptist University, students experience more than higher education. It's more than degrees and more than meaningful relationships. It's about transformation. The outlook you'll leave with will bring light to darkness and set the foundation to become the person you've always wanted, your best. MBU is the place to build character as well as earning potential. Learn more at mobap.edu. To learn more about how you can join us this summer, call 573-431-9700 or visit us at our Farmington Regional Learning Center. Wade's Auto Service is a locally owned and operated full service shop and wants to be your first choice for all your auto repair needs. To schedule an appointment, call 573-664-1302. Wade's Auto Service in Farmington is a proud sponsor of high school sports. High school baseball on KFMO is brought to you by Wade's Automotive in Farmington, Prairie Farms Dairies in Park Hills, Sam Sism Ford Lincoln in Park Hills, Missouri Baptist University in Farmington, and Weems Insurance Agency in Farmington. Bottom of the fifth inning, Potosi with eight, nine, and one due up in the order, seeking just one run to take the 10-run rule into effect and send us home early here. Early is subjective, of course. Innings-wise, it's early, but as I said before, Major League Baseball wouldn't be happy with how long this game is taking as we're about an hour and 45 minutes into our broadcast so far. Just for the game itself, that's not even including pregame. Upcoming broadcast schedule, it's brought to you by the Bullpen Sports Grill, 1500 East Main Street in Lettington. We've got more baseball action tomorrow. It's not set in stone where we're going to be. We have an idea in our head 
But we will be back with the quarterfinal round tomorrow. One game on KFMO, another game on KFMO Sports Plus. Then we've got the semifinals as they currently stand. They're set to be played on Thursday. But Thursday there could be a chance of some rain. So there is some talks about potentially moving it up to Wednesday. But uh, talks, initial discussions are all that have been had up to this point. Nothing official has been made in that regard. And then, of course, we've got championship action for you coming your way on Saturday. Pitch misses on the outside for a ball. Want to know? Macklin Davis from Ian Bone. Upcoming broadcast schedule. It's brought to you by the Bullpen Sports Grill, 1500 East Main Street in Lettington. Check them out for delicious food, fun, and games, and watching sporting events on one of their big screens in a family-friendly atmosphere. Visit the Bullpen in Lettington. The 2-0. Fought off foul. Two balls and a strike. Two one. Sliced foul out of play. Two and two. Here's the two two pitch. Swing and a miss. Foul tip hanging on to it. Gavin Butry. And that's one out in the bottom of the fifth inning. Brings Portell up to the plate. Again, having a nice game out of the nine spot, two for three. Line out to right field his most recent time up. Otherwise, he's got a single on a fly ball to left and a triple to left center field. Swings over the top of the first pitch he sees, 0-1. Does it again, 0-2. Just biting on that breaking ball downstairs from Ian Bone. Bone working quickly. He's already set as Portell digs back in. The 0-2. Upstairs, taken for a ball. Out of town scoreboard check. Mineral area overhead door. Valley Caledonia has come back on St. Genevieve as they head to the bottom of the seventh inning. 4-2 your score. Pop fly. Shallow right fields onto the grass as the second baseman Randazzo. And he's got it for the out. Lane Ravel will come to the plate. He is also two for three in this game. Pop out to right, single on a line drive to left. He was hit by a pitch and singled on a hard ground ball to third. This is his fifth time up this game. And two outs in the bottom of the fifth inning. Pitch. High and inside, taking four ball. Want to know your count. Jay Paja's on deck. If we get any further than that, it's Blake Coleman and Malachi Sansegra, who have both had big games today. The 1-0. Outside part of the plate. Tough take from Ravel, but a good one. He takes it for a ball. 2-0 goes the count. The pitch. Oh, that got Ravel. This is the second time he's been hit this game. One time it got him on the leg. And he's on first, representing the run rule walk-off run at first base. We'll see how aggressive Potosi decides to get with him. With Pasha coming to the plate. Lead at first for Ravel. A below average lead over there, nothing too aggressive. And the first pitch to Pasha outside part of the plate, taken for ball one. 
Ian Bone with the long look home. Now sets and the lefty faces first. Here's the pitch. 2-0. Kicking up some dirt. And again, Butruth, a nice stop. I don't know if he's let one get past him in this game. In there for a strike. 2-1. and one. I don't think either catcher has really. In a game that has not featured lockdown pitching and has had plenty of walks on either side, golfed foul up the first baseline. Two and two, your count to Paja. Paja's one for three today. He's hit it to right field three times. One of them was a ground out to first. Another a pop out to right, and he singled on a hard ground ball that got through on the right-hand side. He also has a walk mixed in there. Breaking ball upstairs. He ducks underneath it. And the count runs full at three and two with two outs. Ravel at first going to get a head start. Bone sets. The three two. Runner goes and pitch outside. Taken for ball four. That brings Blake Coleman to the plate. Double on a line drive to left. A pop out to first. Doubled on a fly ball to center field. And a hard hit. Ground ball, single to right. Really hit the ball all over the place today. He digs into the right-handed batter's box with a slightly open stance. Hits this one, center field, shallow. Jesse Mack coming on, dives, he can't get to it. Ravel's going to come around and score, and that's going to do it. They're going to send Jay Paja around, but it's not going to matter. This ball game's over. Run roll, 15-5. Potosi downs. Bismarck to move on to the quarterfinal round of the MAAA Conference Tournament. 15-5, your final. We'll take a break. When we return, Bill Best, American Family Insurance Post Game Show, coming up next on the Parkland Sports Leader, a 1240 10.